What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Real Talk. And I'm excited because in nine days, the NFL draft is upon us. In nine days, 32 teams are going to pick in the first round. Well, actually, not 32 teams. It's going to be like a total of about 30 or 27, something like that. There's some teams that don't have a first-round pick. The Raiders are one of them. And I'm okay with it because the Raiders got the best wide receiver in the National Football League. Devontae Adams is a Raider, as you guys know, as you guys have seen me talk about, as you guys have seen me get excited about. And if you thought that I was annoying now, <laughs> just wait until season starts. But let's get into what's going on. You got the draft that's coming up. Um, the Raiders are going to be sitting pretty the first couple days. They really don't have anything to do um, unless they decide to get into the second round and, and move back into the second round. Um, I don't see the Raiders getting an opportunity to be in the first round. I don't see the Raiders really worrying about an opportunity to be in the first round. Um, but it's going to be exciting to see what they do and, and how this draft plays out. Um, you know, I, I did a mock draft the other day with Mitchell Renz and some other content creators. Raider Cody was on there. Uh, Raider Scout, Raider Honcho. Uh, so check that out on Mitchell's channel. Uh, but it was it was nice and exciting to do, just kind of get in with uh, different content creators and, and talk about, you know, what we think is going to happen in the draft within rounds three to seven. Now, the Raiders still have some picks. They've got about five picks, I believe, off the top of my head. I'm not looking. So it'll be certainly interesting to see what the Raiders decide to do and how they address the areas of need. Obviously, the Raiders need... They need to add linebackers. They need to add defensive tackles. They need to add a right tackle, uh, bolster that offensive line, you know, give Derek Carr a little more protection, get him, be able to get him the ball to Darren Waller, to Hunter Renfro, um, and especially to his number one guy, Devontae Adams. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I want to see, you know, some, some of these other guys get paid. When we look around the league, there's a lot of guys that, you know, that are not happy with their contracts. They're not happy with the situation that they're in. Um, I don't think that they necessarily want to leave their teams, but, you know, we've heard from some teams that they are open to trading them. You know, you look at Debo Samuel over in San Francisco, who, you know, obviously wants a new contract. He wants to be the highest paid receiver. Um, and he's somebody who's, you know, been doing it all. He's a utility player. They call him a wide back because he's getting the ball five to seven times a game. He's rushing the ball. He's catching the ball. Uh, he's throwing the ball for touchdowns. And so, you know, they're, they're heavily utilizing Devo Samuel, and he wants to be paid for what he's doing because he knows that if he continues to play the way that he's doing, he may not have as long of a career as, as a true wideout. <clears throat> um, you know, you look at guys like A.J. Brown, who's taken the team uh, out of his profile and, you know, basically just has A.J. Brown there. There's no more Tennessee Titans. Um, he wants to get paid. He's been talking about getting paid. You have Kyler Murray, who's, you know, removed everything Cardinals from his Instagram and then put the Cardinals back on and then had his had his uh, agent put out a press release. And, you know, now he's skipping OTAs and, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out because he's, it's already come out that he's not going to play without a new contract. And with the draft right around the corner, what do the Cardinals do? And is this a defining moment for, you know, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, who, you know, could be on the hop seat. You know, this is a team that, that started out really hot last year and then they just fell off. Um, you know, Kyler didn't have a lot of success in, in, in towards the end of the year. Um, and so th is this the right time to hold out or is this a time where you go in and, you know, you prove yourself? So, you know, as we look at, you know, some of these teams that are going to have some decisions to make, 
Um, you know, the Niners have already said that they're open to trading Debo Samuel if a team makes a significant offer. I don't see them getting traded. I think that he's one of the most valuable players on that team. Um, and I think that he's somebody who they need to keep, especially pairing him with George Kittle and, you know, the future of Trey Lance. Uh, but, you know, obviously money talks, trades talk, picks talk. And, you know, Kyle could do something crazy and, and, and trade him and, you know, end up looking like a genius because he gets somebody in return that maybe could be better. Who knows? Um, but, you know, looking around the league, you've got Deshaun Watson over in Cleveland and you have Baker Mayfield who's still there. And the Browns really don't have any plans to move him right now. They There's no there's no direct plans to do anything right now. They're They're kind of sitting on it. And as they're doing it, Baker's just getting more and more disgruntled. And he's going on podcasts. He's talking about it. He's talking about his frustration. He's talking about where he wants to play. Um, you know, he wanted to go to Indianapolis. It didn't work out. Matt Ryan ended up going there. Um, you know, he said the Seahawks could be a good spot for him, um, which I personally don't think it would be a good spot for him because you have a team that's rebuilding. And, you know, knowing Pete Carroll and his expectations and, and what he wants out of a quarterback, I don't think Baker can do that. And, I, you know, I, I don't see the 12s um, rallying behind Baker as, as they did with Russ. I think that Russ was able to go out there and, and do a lot of great things for the, for the Seahawks organization, um, even in years where they were, like last year, where they didn't make the playoffs and he was injured. Um, you know, the Panthers are another option for, for Baker. Um, you know, the question is, is Baker an upgrade over Darnold? I think that we've seen flashes of, of decency from Darnold. Um, but, you know, is it really, is it the team or is it the coaching? Um, because, you know, Darnold didn't have a lot of success in New York, but he had Adam Gase. And now he's got Matt Rule, who, you know, was a great coach in college, did a great job at Temple, did a good job at Baylor. Um, but now he's coming to, coming to Carolina and, He's just not having a ton of success, and I think that he's somebody who we're going to see on a hot seat this year, where he's somebody who obviously they're going to be having under a huge microscope. Um, but there's some questions on that roster. I mean, you've got Robbie Anderson who said that he doesn't want to play with Baker. Um, you've got Christian McCaffrey who's coming off another injury. Uh, and is he somebody who's going to be healthy? And then you have DJ Moore who's the best player on that team who I feel bad for because I feel like he would thrive somewhere else. And, you know, I, I feel like they, I wish there was a team that could save him. Um, but, you know, then the question is, you know, is it Baker? Is it Darnold? What do they do? Uh, because there's really no clear-cut answer to, to what could be. Um, then you have Colin Kaepernick, who is now making his rounds again. Uh, he worked out at Michigan's, at Michigan's spring game. Uh, he's been on the I Am Athlete podcast. He's now gone from his stance that he will only be a starter on a team to that he would be a backup, and he's open to working to earn a spot. Does a team take a gamble on him? Does a team take a flyer? Um, you know, the, there's obviously the, the quote-unquote question of distractions. Uh, and, you know, was Colin really a distraction or was it a distraction to some people? Um, and so those are some of the things that, that you look at around this league and that are going on. And a lot of decisions are going to be made before the draft. A lot of decisions are going to be made during the draft. And a lot of decisions are going to be made after the draft. But I think that, you know, when you look at Baker, I think that that's going to be something that has to be a pre-draft decision. If you're going to move Baker, the best time to do it is around the draft time, before the draft, during the draft. Um, that way, you know, you can recoup some picks. The question is, what do you get for Baker? 
what do you ask for for Baker? Because Baker, who was a first overall pick, who hasn't played up to the potential of the first overall pick, what do you do? I mean, do you do you do a third? Do you do a fourth? Do you do a fifth round pick? And how does that work? Because you've already seen teams that that didn't want him. When the Browns traded Deshaun Watson to, or I'm sorry, when the Texans traded Deshaun Watson to the Browns, they didn't want Baker. The Browns didn't want, I mean, the, the Texans didn't want Baker. They said, no, nah, we're going to roll with Davis Mills. And I get it. Davis Mills, you know, showed out last year. And, you know, what he did against the Chargers was phenomenal. And I will thank him for that every single day. I think that, you know, that obviously helped the Raiders uh, get into the playoffs a little bit better. Also, the Raiders beating the Chargers 35-32 to in the final game of the season. When Justin Herbert was wishing for a tie, that always makes things better as well. But the question is, who wants Baker? And it's not just who wants Baker, but who wants Baker baggage? You know, Baker has done a lot of things that have just alienated people. Um, and I'll, I'll get into the Baker thing a lot more uh, in, in the coming episodes because I do have a, a good buddy, Chris Lambert, who's going to be coming on uh, from the Watching the Throne podcast. Um, obviously, he talks a lot about Kanye, but he's a Browns fan. And I want to know his thoughts on, on Baker and what they do and, and you know what the Browns are going to do with that. So. We'll talk to him about that, um, but you know, I'm I'm excited to see what pans out this what pans out in this draft. Um, the Raiders obviously have some some moves to make. They have some personnel decisions to make. Um, there's some guys that that have question marks around them, and I think there's also guys on the team that the Raiders you know that Dave Ziegler wants to evaluate and Patrick Graham wants to evaluate. Um, you know, we look at Jonathan Abram who. Um, you know, he's had a little bit of success. He has had some failures in coverage. Um, he's dealt with injuries in two of his three seasons. Um, he's somebody who obviously is going to be on the bubble. Um, you know, the Raiders are probably not going to pick up his fifth year option. You've got Cleveland Farrell who just, you know, picked fourth overall, uh, was never really the guy that he was drafted to be. Um, and you know, there's going to be question marks around him. I don't see him getting his fifth year option picked up. Um, I see Josh Jacobs potentially getting his fifth-year option picked up. I know that they, they've considered it, um, but he's definitely somebody who the Raiders um, may want to continue to build around. The hard thing with running backs is, is those running back contracts. We've seen when running backs get contracts that after they get that contract, that's when they start to fall off. And I'm, I'm not saying that, that Josh is going to fall off. I'm not saying that, that anything like that. I, I hope not. Obviously, you want to see Josh have continued success. Uh, I, I love what he's been able to do for the Raiders. I love the, what he's been able to do coming in his first three years. Um, but you, that question is always going to be in the back of people's minds because you look at guys like Le'Veon Bell. You look at guys like Todd Gurley. You look at guys like Ezekiel Elliott. You look at guys like um, like Saquon Barkley. I mean, all these guys, they they get the deal and something happens. You know, obviously Le'Veon held out to get that bag and then boom, you know. Ezekiel got the bag and boom, Todd Gurley fell off the face of the earth. I mean, his knees just, his knees are as bad as mine and I'm almost 40 years old. And so, you know, the question is, do you pay Josh Jacobs that kind of money? Um, especially when you have a Darren Waller extension looming, you have a Hunter Renfro extension looming, you have a Foster Moreau extension looming. Um, you know, it, are these funds that could be allocated elsewhere? Um, and so those are the questions that, that, that Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels have to ask themselves. 
uh, how do how do we build this roster? How do we continue to, to grow this roster? How do we maintain some of the pieces that, that are here uh, and and improve on that? And so those are obviously the, the, the big questions that I have kind of going into uh, the draft, the draft process, the post draft process um, and, you know, going into season. Now, like I said, this is a, this is an exciting season. I think that there's a lot of excitement around this team. This is a team that was 10 and seven last season a team that went to the playoffs, a team that was really one play out of, you know, moving on um, against the the future Super Bowl runner-up. And so, you know, there's a lot of great things to be excited about with this team. There's a lot of things that that have question marks. The offensive line situation, um, you know, is Alex Leatherwood going to step up? Is, you know, Brandon Parker going to get the job at right tackle? Are the Raiders going to make a move and bring in another right tackle? Uh, what is this offensive line going to look like? You know, the the emergence of Andre James last year and, and what he was able to do and what he was able to accomplish over the, the course of the season, he got better consistently each game. Um, you know, I, I regrettably tweeted out uh, in the beginning of the season that he was a liability. And I went back and corrected myself. And I said, you know what? He worked. He he trained. He kept working at it. He was got better. Um, you know, and, and Colton Miller, a guy who's become uh, one of the top tackles in the league, um, you know, that left side of the line is solidified. Now it's making sure the right side is good as well uh, because the pass rush in the AFC West is no joke. You've got Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb over in Denver. You've got Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa down in L.A. You've got Chris Jones and, and Frank Clark over in, uh, over in Kansas City. So this pass rush in the AFC West is no joke. And this is a division where you look at each team and you say, you know what? This team can compete. These teams can compete. You know, the the Denver Broncos were the worst team in the division last year. I don't see them being as bad. They have a quarterback now, and they they've had they have a pretty good roster. Um, you know, offensively, I think that you know they probably and, and I'm going to say this. I think that the Broncos offensively don't have the weapons that that the Raiders or the Chargers have. Um, or even the Chiefs, you know, even with the Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill, um, I think that the Chiefs' offense is still better. I mean, you've got Pat Mahomes, but Russell Wilson is definitely an upgrade over Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, but looking at, I mean, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Chiefs, uh, the Broncos, these are all teams that, that could potentially make the playoffs. And these are all teams that could potentially win the division. These are all teams that, that are going to battle it out every week. And the AFC West is stacked, and the AFC West is, is scary. Uh, I think that, you know, when teams are looking at the AFC West on their on their schedules, they're like, damn, there's there's some work to be done here. Uh, there's some there's some playmakers out there because it's a pick your poison. You know, offensively, the Raiders have Carr. They've got Adams. They've got Renfro. They got Waller. They got Jacobs. They got Drake. I mean, they've got playmakers out there. You've got, you know, in Denver, you've got Wilson. You've got Hamler. You've got Judy. Um you know, there, there's playmakers there. You've got, you know, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and, and Justin Herbert uh, and Austin Eckler over in over in uh, L.A. And you obviously you, you've got, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey. And then obviously they added Juju and, and MVS. But, um, you know, there's there's some playmakers on each of these rosters, um, you know. So I think that there's a lot of question marks there as to, you know, who's going to be the team that emerges uh, who's going to be the team that steps up? But it's going to be fun to watch. I think the season is going to be really exciting, um, and I'm 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 fired up for it. So as we get closer to the draft, uh, we can talk a little bit more about that. We have the draft next week. 
Um, if you guys are in Las Vegas, make sure you hit up the win. There's going to be draft stuff going on all weekend long down at the win, the Blue Wire Studios. Um, you know, you're going to have the green light pod there. You're going to have Will Blackman there. You're going to have Chris Long. Um, you're you're going to see the Stay Hot pod with, with Theo Ash and those guys. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a lot to be excited about. There's going to be a lot of things that are going on down there. So make sure you step by. You go down by the wind, you check it out because there's going to be a lot popping off and you definitely want to check out the studio if you haven't seen it. Raider Nation, I mean, you know, you look, the first two days, you ain't got to do nothing. You get to chill. You get to sit back. You get to relax because the Raiders have already made their pick. They got Devontae Adams. Um, and so, you know, just soak it in. Hit up Las Vegas. Enjoy it. Enjoy the strip. Enjoy the, the time out there. Uh, enjoy seeing some of the people that you haven't seen since football season. But make sure, like I said, make sure you hit up the win. Make sure you hit up the Blue Wire Studios. Also, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Pods or Spotify, make sure you go on there. You drop five stars. You leave a review. That's how I get my feedback. That's how I know that you guys like what I'm doing. Otherwise, I think that you guys just think I'm sitting here bullshitting. And so I'd love for you guys to go on, drop five stars, drop a review. Um, you know, I, I'd like to come on here and read some of the reviews on the air. I love to, you know, read some of the reviews that that you guys have to say. Um, You know, we'll do another mailbag episode after the draft and and get that going. So we have some things to talk about. Um, But I've got some great guests lined up for you guys as well. Uh, We've got some, you know, some great things as season comes on. Um, There's some some funny people that are going to be coming on some some uh, some heavy conversations. And, you know, there's just a lot of Raiders football that we're going to be talking, but also just a lot of football in general. So be prepared. Get ready. I can't wait to provide that to you. And I look forward to blessing you guys with some more fire content. So all y'all, if you're listening to this, if you like it, like I said, five stars, leave a review, share with your friends, share with your neighbors, share with somebody that you know may like this because you never know who wants to listen to some fire. And you know me, I drop that fire. Until next time, holla. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.